Tony, it's a scary time of year right now. Well, yeah, the markets. Uh, no, 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 no. Halloween. Halloween. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and thank you for listening in this week to Paladin Financial Talk. We have a wonderful show here today as we count down towards the end of another year, 2022. We have Halloween here in a few days. And uh, very excited about that. Uh, Foley household. Uh, Tony, what are you guys going to be doing for Halloween? Well, every year, uh, all of the neighbors uh, get together on our cul-de-sac. We pick one driveway. We have a fire pit, some chairs. We set tables along the end of the driveway with candy on them for the kids. And so the adults enjoy food and adult beverages. The kids come and get candy. It's great. That's awesome. I love it. It's one of my favorite times Where do you live at again? <laughs> you need the address no full-size candy bars oh, sorry shoot, kids shoot yeah we we usually get together with our neighbors across the street and our neighbor uh they they put together uh they're riding lawnmower and they've got a uh trailer behind oh, with hay yeah. bales and yep that, a lot of people do that too and then drive around yeah yeah, yeah so it's fun it'll be that good. is fun are, are you going to be dressing up i uh, no. well uh, maybe you know usually i have my devo my Mark Mothersbaugh <clears throat> costume. People don't know who that is, but he's the main guy from Devo, Devo. with the flower pot hat. Yeah, I've got kind of an '80s uh, costume, but then I also have uh, a mask from Nightmare Before Christmas that I could wear. I don't know. Yeah. I- I'm gonna play it by ear. Well, they <clears throat> you have to check this out on social media. But the uh, Paladin team we're gonna be dressing up as nerds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so no costumes this oh, year. Oh, ouch, ouch. <laughs> put the financial calculator in my shirt pocket <laughs> but yeah it's, it's a exciting time love it um but yeah as we wrap up towards the end of the year here we just wanted to put together a quick list of year-end to-dos that uh everyone should think about in preparing for the end of the year here so we'll, we'll go through this checklist here a couple things that uh, you may not have thought about in a while to make sure that you're on track and don't miss out on some opportunities before uh the the clock strikes midnight here at the end of the year <laughs> Right. The first one we'll talk about is reviewing your spending patterns and always a good idea to understand where your money is coming and where your money is going and being intentional about every dollar along the way. And as you look at your spending patterns and what you've spent up to this point this year, itemizing those and getting an idea what you actually spend on uh, entertainment and food and all sorts of fun stuff is looking at that as an opportunity how can we adjust things and be more intentional in 2023? So first step is knowing where you're spending money and what do you do with that information? Yeah, that's huge, obviously. Uh, and I know people don't like the B word, budget. It's like a dirty word to some people, but it is important to know where you're at and where you're headed. It is. Yep. Yeah. Have to be intentional. 
Uh, our second item is to double check progress that you're making on paying down debt. And there, uh, if you line up and look at the debts that you have, how much you're paying in monthly payments, the balance, the interest rates. Um, if you're in a situation where you have relatively speaking, a, a lot of debt, uh, my parents actually reminded me of this recently. They were talking to Jack's about, you know, good, there's good, there's bad, there's right, there's wrong. Uh, is a simple way of looking at things. But when it comes to our finances and the market and a lot of uh, things that we get into, it isn't necessarily good or bad. It's better or worse. So whatever your debt situation is, you want to see that improving over time, making progress on that. So it's not as much where you're at today, but the direction that you're heading and having a strategy for paying down that debt. For a lot of people, their house is their biggest debt item, but it's also typically the lowest interest rate. So generally speaking, focusing on other areas. So credit card debt is usually going to be the highest uh, rate that you're paying. And there are different approaches. You can take the snowball approach where you take your smallest debt, pay the minimums on everything else and focus on that smallest debt. You cross that off your list. You feel energized. You feel a win from that. That gives you momentum to springboard into the next biggest item and so on. That's one approach. The other one is to take the highest interest rate that you're paying first and focus all of your intention on that, pay the minimums on everything else. So part of that's a a mental game too, is if you're someone where you're struggling, making progress with that, focus on the snowball method versus the higher interest rate. But mathematically, generally that higher interest rate approach is going to be better. Yeah. You want to get rid of that high interest rate credit card first typically, right? Well, I have a strategy for paying. I have some debt, Jeff, and I have a strategy. Uh, here's my strategy. Uh, get the money from you. Borrow mm-hmm. them. I'll get you to give me the money to pay okay. off my debt okay. and then ask you for loan forgiveness. Oh. So basically get a loan from Jeff Foley and then uh, get loan forgiveness from Jeff Foley. The, I think that's a good strategy. The United States of Jeff. The United States of Jeff. <laughs> That's what your wife and kids like to call it, yeah. right? When they hit you up for money. That's right. It's like a government handout, except it's just Jeff. We'll, we'll have to, well, let's meet together here at midnight to come up some of the ideas around that. That'd be good, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're going to be a no-show. The, the nine at nine. Yeah. Um, all right. So next item is to review your savings and investment goals and determine changes you want to make for the following year. So review, uh, at a review meeting actually yesterday, a couple in their early fifties and we were doing a, a review. One of them lost their job earlier this year and they were unemployed for a few months. Luckily they got another job and were are employed again and actually received a raise, but it was a reality check for them. And on top of the market being down, they've had some, that's created some concerns yeah, and pressure for obviously. them. And what we did is we showed them that their long-term bucket is still on track. So meaning if you look at your assets, you don't need all your money tomorrow. You have short, medium, and long-term needs. And that long-term bucket is retirement. And with what they have in their retirement plans at work, IRAs, et cetera, they're looking pretty good for that long-term. But as they're reminded, when one of them lost their job here this year, that shorter term bucket, the emergency fund, the what do we do if we're now down to one income, that's a bigger risk in their situation. So you want to understand what your goals are and these all have to work together to prioritize what your risks are and your goals and make sure you're thinking through that. So that's something we do for our clients is help to prioritize different goals and uh, where each dollar is going. 
Sure, like prioritizing their short, medium, and long term mm-hmm. risk and goals, right? So exactly. So what's next on the list? What's another year end to do that we need to make sure we check off? So tying in with your savings and your investments is to look at your different retirement accounts. So let's say you have a 401k, you have an IRA, have you maxed out those retirement accounts? Have you put as much money away that you can? Now, it doesn't mean that everyone should be doing that because we want to prioritize other goals. Again, your emergency fund, paying down debt. But if you're in a generally good situation, making sure that you're putting as much away uh, for the future as you can. So you want to make sure you have relevant goals. There are only so many dollars uh, floating around for you, obviously. And for 401k plans and deferred compensation plans in general, you have to fund those by the end of the year. So December 31st, IRAs in general are different types, but IRAs, Roth IRAs, those have to be funded um, up until your tax filing deadline. So you have a little bit longer to be able to do that. You also want to look at your retirement plan at work. If there is a match, make sure you've put enough of your money into the plan in order to max out the match for the year. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So you always talk about that. You've mentioned that a lot before, Jeff, making sure you're putting in enough to get the maximum employer match, company match, because that's free money right there. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. What's next? Next one is to look at your tax beaker. And we've used this analogy before. Tax but beaker. I know. Doesn't that sound fun? Who doesn't Remember want a tax beaker be- from the Muppets? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. D- different than that. I don't know why. That. Yeah. Yeah. I always go there. All right. <laughs> I think of a uh, science class in high school. Yeah. You had the, the glass, the glass beaker, beaker and yep. etched on the side was how many milliliters yep. or whatever it was. Yep. Think of a, a, a glass beaker. And etched in the side are your marginal tax rates. So as your income is poured into that beaker, you're filling up those marginal tax brackets along the way. Depending on your situations, I don't want to overgeneralize, but depending on your situation, you want to look at, does it make sense to fill up that tax bracket and um, not go over into that next level? So if you've had an income reduction, let's say this year, so the couple I mentioned earlier, they, uh, one of them lost their income for a while this year, their income reduced. Does it make sense to convert pre-tax money into Roth money, depending on your tax bracket? Uh, does it make sense to instead focus on other goals? So looking at and understanding your taxes, uh, not just when you file your tax return each year, but being proactive and looking at that in the current calendar year. Sure. So you're Jeff, you're talking about moving money from that uh, ta- tax uh, pre-tax bucket mm-hmm. into the tax-free bucket. So the taxable bucket where you have money into that uh, tax-free bucket that makes a lot of sense, yep. especially before the end of the year, right? Exactly. So let's say you're in a relatively low tax bracket because of income and or deductions and you have some other goals that can wait you can might convert some money from an IRA into a Roth IRA that creates more taxable income to fill up that marginal tax bracket for this year so that's something to consider uh, the next area is getting an asset alignment sounds like a thing I like that an asset alignment and yeah. just just like your car your investments can get out of balance and most retirement plans have the ability to auto rebalance and you can select I want it done once a year twice a year once every quarter but making sure as the market goes up and down that your portfolio is still in alignment with what you're comfortable with and what makes sense based on your given goals so you can look at your asset allocation rebalance that if necessary before the end of the year but also look at <clears throat> does it make sense to set that up on autopilot yeah and, and- 
because it's really important to make sure the balance is correct, just like with your car. Uh, that's a great analogy. So what's next? Next one is to look at your beneficiaries and make sure they're accurate, they're filled in. I meet with people all the time that come in for a complimentary second opinion, and we look at their investments. And a lot of times we'll see accounts <clears throat> that don't have beneficiaries on them or they don't have contingent beneficiaries. And these are accounts that might have been open for 10, 15 years. So that's part of our process and a value add that we provide to our clients is to make sure all these things that we're looking at and talking about on our show are buttoned up for you and uh, your family isn't going to see assets going through the probate process. That's a big one. If you miss that beneficiary designation or don't update that on your accounts, that can be a costly mistake. It can be. And depending on the amount of assets you have, whether or not you have a trust, there might be some planning opportunities. If one spouse passes away, it might make sense to what's called disclaim those assets and pass on them, put those into a different type of trust. Yep. And outside of the scope we'll get into today, but you want to make sure you're reviewing your beneficiaries are in alignment with your estate plan and goals. Uh, the next area is to flex it. So if you have a an FSA, a flexible spending account, that money is a use it or lose it before the end of the year. So make sure that you know how much you have left to spend uh, and you're not missing out on those funds. And some employers and some plans provide a grace period. Usually that might end in the middle of March and that gives you an extra two and a half months to spend the money you set aside during the previous year. But if your employer doesn't have that grace period, make sure you're spending that money before year end. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So, uh, yeah, I think that's really, really important. And obviously taxes play a huge part in this. Uh, there's a lot of other things. What, what's another tip you have for us? Looking at your benefits. So if you're still employed, the open enrollment process usually is in the fourth quarter and look at the benefits that are being offered. What are your gaps? Do you have things that you no longer need? Are you missing some important coverage? So those are uh, things you want to look at here during that open enrollment period. And this varies from employer to employer, but there's a chance that missing your open enrollment would mean that you either have to keep what you chose the previous year or you have no benefits at all, depending on your how your employer has that structured. Wow. With the price of health care, having no benefits at all could have a negative implication, obviously, on your financial strategy. So you don't want to miss open enrollment, which is right now <laughs> until December 7th with uh, Medicare, right? Yes, correct, for Medicare, yeah. So if you've gotten uh, married, let's say, over the last year, you had, in the chi had a child, uh, open enrollment, that's your opportunity to add them to your benefits plan. And if you haven't previously taken advantage of an FSA, open enrollment is your chance to start that up. Sure, with your company, wherever you might work, they have their own open enrollment period, just like Medicare, which I, I brought up. But uh, your company may have a different open enrollment period, but you need to be aware of it and do these things. Obviously. <clears throat> yep, absolutely. Uh, the next area is to check your credit at least once a year and get your hands on your free copy of your credit report. You can go to annualcreditreport.com and that is the only federally authorized free credit report service and review that to make sure that your credit is accurate <clears throat> or you might have a credit card or some type of bank account that monitors this for you as well where you can at least view some high-level information about your credit. That sounds great. Again, annualcreditreport.com. That's the official sanctioned yep. site. And you'll see that right at the top left side of the, the screen there. It, it points out it's the only federalized, federally approved That's provider great. of that. 
Um, the next one is shop for better deals on your credit card. So if you have credit card debt, look at opportunities on how you can lower your interest rate and or receive better benefits based on how you and where you spend money. So some companies even offer sign-up bonuses to get you to move from one credit card company to another. Uh, some have a zero interest uh, introductory period for a year or 15 months, something like that. And uh, you want to keep an eye on those uh, as you work towards paying down that credit over time. So essentially, you should use credit cards to your advantage, not the credit card company's advantage. Netflix has a, a, a um, TV a show series, I want to say Your Money Explained. Yes. Yes. Is that the one? Yeah. Yep. And they actually had a good episode on that, talking about credit cards. It's worth taking a look at on some of the games that occur there, both from the credit card company's perspective, but they're people that are professionals at taking advantage of the credit card companies. It's kind of interesting to see what they do there. But regardless, if you use any of those strategies, it's it's entertaining. So credit cards. Uh, Next area is to review your insurance coverage. And by that, I'm looking at uh, talking about your home insurance, your auto, disability insurance, time back to open enrollment. Does your employer provide disability insurance? There's typically short-term and long-term disability. So making sure you have the appropriate gaps based on your goals filled in. And that's something as well we can help you to prioritize, look at those benefits, and make sure you're making some good decisions. So this has all been great, uh, but how would you sum this up? What's the main point here? What do people need to remember? Give us a call. These are things that we help our clients with every day. We can provide you with a complimentary second opinion on your situation, on your plan. There's a lot of areas that we can help you out with in evaluating your investments, your retirement plans, social security, pension, taxes, a lot of different areas that we help our clients through our financial planning process. So come in for a second opinion on your plan. You can give us a call at 651-842-8406 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com or you can email us at info at financialpaladin.com as well. But we look forward to, to meeting with you. And again, no cost to that other than the time that we spend together. We can review your situation and see how we might be able to help you out. All right. That's a great year-end to-do list, Jeff. Thanks for that. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.